got a special guest in studio with this morning. Ike McKinnon is here. Oh, let's see. Your resume goes on and on. We don't have all day. But a uh, former Detroit police chief, deputy mayor, spent 26 years as a professor, right? Yes, yes. And you just retired from that in uh, December? December 21st, I retired. And, uh, uh, well, that, that's supposedly what I'm going to be doing, but yeah. there's some other things I'm doing. Well, well tell me about my retirement. You in. Yeah, yeah, my retirement lasted a month. How's That's yours right. doing? Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> well, the people started calling right away wanting me to come and speak to them, and I'm doing a lot of mentoring of young men in particular, not only in the city of Detroit, but around the state, and so people are calling, asking me to come and talk to them, because you know, it's so important with all the problems that we have with young men in particular, and things that they are doing and, sh- and shouldn't be doing. And to try to change their life or turn their lives around. And and I know this means so much to you because when you were young, you had someone, I don't know if mentor is the right word because it was almost a comment I read, but it really changed the course of your life. This person well, believed in you. Absolutely. Well, it, it was Mayor Cavanaugh, Mayor Jerome P. Cavanaugh. Mm-hmm. I was on his executive protection staff. And one uh, sun, Saturday evening, uh, it was just he and I at the New Year together. And he said, like, so what are you going to do with your life? And I said, well, I don't know, really. He said, no, 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 no. You, you have to think about what you want to do with your life. And I said, well, maybe I'll retire as a sergeant. He said, no, no, listen, think about the future because the world is changing. He said, number one, get an education mm-hmm. and then start getting your, your, your facts together and, and things of what you want to do. The, two days later, I signed up for uh, uh, the university. And 11 years later, I was a Ph.D., Wow, he knew you oh, could yeah. be the chief yeah, someday. He, he, he wanted you to dream big yeah, and achieve yeah. it. He did. He said he did. Think about this. 1968, he said, Ike, you could be police chief in Detroit. You know, I said, this <laughs> man's out of his... Yeah, right. that's exactly... I said, this, 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 he's crazy. But it happened. And, and of course, I, I never thought about getting a master's degree or a PhD or going to the FBI Academy or Secret Service School. Those are all important things in terms of education. And it had a profound impact on my life. Hmm. And that's what I want to do to these young people. So you're speaking I mean, into kids. Oh, God, yeah. Their lives. Yeah, and I know we don't have that much time, but there, there's this kid who was 15 years old that I stopped him on the street. And uh, he had uh, $25,000 in cash on him. Hmm. Hmm. And I said, young man, I know what you're doing. He said, right, listen, I invested wisely. Oh. I said, <laughs> 15 years old. I said, I want to know who your investment counselor right. is. But it, he, what he said to me was it, it had an impact on my life. And certainly when I talk to young people about this, he said, if I don't live to be 16, I had 15 good years. Jeez. He didn't live to be 16. He was wow. killed shortly. But wow. you know, think about that and so many other young people. And so this has touched me and things that I want to do to help young people. Ike, in your long career, you you, you watched Detroit slide yeah. uh, backwards, and you've seen it now climbing forward. Where are we in Detroit's life? We're literally light years ahead of where we were six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And honestly, certainly we have to give so much credit to Mike Duggan, but also to the people that's trying to help. We have to go back to the former governor and what he did for the city. I mean, he, he did so much for us. And there are people who are moving in now, I mean, whether it's the Illages or Gilbert. And listen, we have, I think it's 110 new restaurants in the city mm-hmm. of Detroit. Oh we wouldn't have thought of this. We right. wouldn't have thought about this. And there are people that's going and coming in that they never would have before. And we're, so I think it's, it's having a profound impact on we're us. We're becoming a foodie town and a yeah. destination for people, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I, I remember uh, Dan Gilbert said in one of the meetings, 
he wants to make Detroit the tech town of the Midwest. Yeah. I mean, think about this. I mean, this is far ahead of murder capital of the world, you yeah, know? And, and so this is, I th- this is profound what he's, he's done, and, and certainly Chris Illich, the Illich family. Hey, Kobo's getting a new name. What do you think about this? <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of amazing to, to watch that from as a young boy and to see it now. Uh, I wonder whether it could be Ike McKinnon. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, I would name him McKinnon Hall. Why not? McKinnon, I think, I think well that deserved. would be great, you know. <laughs> but no, I don't have the money to do yeah, that. Yeah, you don't, no. But, but uh, I think it's going to be good, and it's going to continue to expand. There's some great plans that that that, that are there for the city and, and growth, that not only in, in the downtown area, but in the neighborhoods, too. So it's going to be really tremendous. So Seeker's coming to town, doing uh, three shows. You're a Seeker fan. Matter of fact, you told us you actually saw five Seeker shows in one week, right? It's the win. <laughs> Absolutely. I did. I was in charge of the, the gang squad at that time. And so, you know, we were detailed to the downtown area. I, I walked in, and boy, there's Bob Seeker, and I went, Oh man, this is really great! You know? <laughs> so the guys are going, "You like Bob Seger?" Oh man, this is great! So every night I went and, uh, and and really enjoyed it. Awesome. Hey, one more thing: you got a torn ACL. I saw you're kind of limping, but you have a great story about how you got that torn ACL. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. uh, I, uh, and th- this I I told I back to the university. I went back and they said, "Doctor McKinnon, you know." You're limping. I said, well, yeah, what happened? I, and this I told the students, and they believe this story. So people, out when they hear this, they'll go, God. So I said, listen, you know, uh, LeBron James and the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, when they played uh, the Golden State last year, they lost. And so the next day I received this call, and it's LeBron James. And they go, oh. I said, yeah, LeBron James called me. And he said, listen, Dr. McKinnon, I understand you do a lot of motivating. I said, yeah. He said, so I'm, I'm known to be the best basketball player in the world, but I want to be better. And I understand you motivate people. I said, oh. yes, I do. He said, well, will you motivate me? I said, yes. I said, you come to Detroit in a couple of days, and we'll work out. <laughs> so two days later, uh, LeBron James and I are at uh, Callahan Hall, University of Detroit Mercy. And um, I said, come on now, let's work. And said, so at some point, LeBron says, let's play a one-on-one game. Now, I'm 75. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, this, and 6'2", LeBron's what, 275 pounds, 6'9". And so I said, he went up for a shot. And by this time, the kids are going, oh. Oh, my gosh. And so so I, he went up for a shot, and I went up to block his shot. And I came down and tore my knee up, and the kids go, Oh, oh, God. I said, I'm lying. Are <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? You run, James? That's right. That's right. Mike so. McKinnon, thank you so much thank for spending so time with us this morning. We Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you.